Today's episode of Joystick and Mouse is brought to you by Secret Lab, the absolute best office and gaming chairs you could possibly hope for. I personally have a Secret Lab chair that I use every single day, and I can safely say that my back and my posture thank me for it. It's top quality engineering and design make this a must-have for any gamer out there who wants to sit comfortably and safely. You can check out the amazing lineup of high-quality gaming chairs and desks by heading over to secretlab.joystickandmouse.com. Again, that's secretlab.joystickandmouse.com. Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And uh, instead of J-Dimes being here, because, again, he's off doing uh, scholarly things, as I'm using a different term every episode, the Jen is here. She's back, Hi. I should say. Hello, the Jen. Can I just Hello. call you Jen uh, today? Is that... Yeah, you can call me oh, Jen. Thank God. I was just, it was going to be a lot. Gonna be you're, a lot. You, you're, you're, I'm replacing another J name, so it feels appropriate. Oh, thank God. All right. Very good. The Jen is here uh, as part of our star-studded cast of fellow podcasters and content creators talking about video games with us. And today uh, we're talking about, uh, well, this is, first of all, it's episode 117. It is August the 16th at 20, 2021. At 2021? God damn. <laughs> I, I'm tired, I'm, and you're going to learn they, about why. How um, the hell did it get to be August I don't even know, bro. I don't even. I don't even know. August, so, what is sixteenth? Sixteenth, yeah. So you're looking for a job? Look no further than a certain game development company in California that keeps losing people. Um, how do I know they're hiring? Oh, let me tell you about that. The latest uh, stupid politician antics, uh, along with a couple of very wrong lists, according to Diddy. I'm going to argue that in a second on this episode of uh, Joystick and Mouse, friends. Uh, first of all. I have to explain why I'm a little bit tired today. And it's not because Alex works too much. No, uh, no, that's part of it. I work a lot. But it, a part of this is also the fact that I just spent like five days straight as a uh, as a stay-at-home dad while my wife was partying it up with a friend who was in, um, they, they were down in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, doing a bachelorette party down there for a friend of ours who didn't have uh, a, a wedding like or a bachelorette party last year due to covid so they did something special for her this year so shout out to Cass. um some of I, I think we had some followers and stuff they uh they sent her money for uh the bachelorette weekend that we had a venmo and everything up and uh so thanks to everybody who who contributed to that venmo and made that a very special weekend uh, extended weekend i should say but with that comes you know my responsibility of taking care of two kids under the age of five and that was great Nope, nope. It was uh, it was exhausting. <laughs> it was exhausting. But like I my kids, that. my kids are good. Like they they really are. They're good kids. It's uh, still but, exhausting. But more so, like I'm just like, can somebody like not talk to me? For, no. Like ten minutes. No. No. And then you, by the end of the day, you. I'm like, let me go down and edit that podcast, that episode of the Dad Chronicle that I was supposed to release today. Nope. I am wiped. So shout out to all of the single parents out there doing God's work. I'm proud of you and I love you. Uh, congratulations on being amazing. Um, uh, uh, Diddy, uh, tell tell me about your home ownership woes. More of them, part two, part actually like eight hundred. Oh God. Well, so the refrigerator showed up this week. Um, we now have cold stuff in the in the kitchen again. Oh good, which is nice. That's, That's good. a good place to start yep. with refrigerators. <laughs> yep. Uh, so there is cold in the. Uh, in the in the um kitchen again um so a couple of weeks ago a couple of months ago actually now we had an electrician over um and he ran some cables upstairs for us uh so that we could get our our gigabit internet and stuff upstairs anyways he goes in the attic and he calls me he calls down to me and he goes um you should look at this <laughs> and up where the pipe that goes, the vent pipe that goes from the um, furnace up through the the um, roof was leaking. Oh, God. So, yep, there's big watermarks down the inside of the 
the roof where, where this was leaking. I had a roofer come out this week and sure enough, yep, the roof is leaking. There are a couple of spots where it's bad, leaking up around the ridge cap. So we're waiting for their final disposition of whether it can be patched or whether we have to get the roof replaced. You know what you <laughs> so, should do? You should... Uh... So this is like... So we had the dishwasher, the fridge, and yeah. now the roof. It happens so... in threes, dude. I told you. Didn't I say that last week? People go back and clip it. I, I yep. said it happens in threes. Not that I wished it upon you, but man. But at least you know you're done now. After this, knocking no. on wood. No, you're yeah, you're never never done. You're done. Um, at least the truck was good. Last last week, the truck was in the see, shop. See, it was fine. The truck was good. The, it, but if something was wrong with the truck, the roof thing wouldn't have happened. You've been all right. That's the way these things work. The universe works in this way. <laughs> Is that, that the oh, way it works? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so here's, here's how not, it works. By so, the way, hold on, hold on. Why not just go the whole extra ditty mile that you usually do and get yourself a freaking, like, Tesla-powered roof? You know, like the little shingles we, yeah, Jen, you know i i have considered solar panels yeah you should do you guys get enough sun i, I mean it's been something oh my god in northern virginia so, do you get enough sun yeah yes and we're the way our townhouse is situated we get sun about 30 hours a day oh so you have good sun yeah, yeah. Our, and it's it, yeah we get it gets really hot here with some really like sunny days in virginia and, and our, jen used to live in our neck of the woods yeah. i don't know if you knew that yeah for a little bit yeah and i i i will tell you though when you say things like it gets hot in our neck of the woods when it's a cool day that it's only 108 today and I, my reference is hey it's a cool day today tells you how hot it is here in vegas yeah <laughs> vegas is stupid it's like in the best sort of way vegas is stupid hot vegas is hot yeah. um so, um, it, yeah. also, if you're in the Northern Virginia area and you go to CVS in any, anywhere, I think, in Northern Virginia, they are giving flu shots. They started this week. Oh, my God, already? Yes. Well, you better go do that. Flu shot. Oh. Yeah, I saw some you other did. people getting their flu shots. You got That's yours? cool. Oh, are you okay? You got your boo-boos. Yep. You get your boo-boo. I'm, I'm, I'm a flu shot. People on uh, Twitch we watch uh, who are watching live, we stream this live every Monday at... 8.30 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash AlexLB. So Diddy's got a little Band-Aid. I was, uh, we were a little upset that I didn't get a Target Band-Aid, though. I missed the little red Band-Aid with oh. the Target on it. Come over. I got I got plenty of, like, dog. Frozen, um, well, like, Elsa I was going to say, That's your you have all the kinds. Mrs. Diddy offered to get me a Peppa the Pig one, but. <laughs> why not? Why didn't she? I don't know. Gotta get, gotta get on I that. don't know why I didn't get a Peppa the Pig Band-Aid, but. Yeah, get on that, Miss Diddy. Uh, Jen, what's going on with you since you last were here? Because last time that the Jen was on this show, <laughs> God, it's been like what two years almost. That you, uh, yeah, because um, I lived in Tucson still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you were, uh, you were on the show. You talked me into playing uh, the that pirate game. What's it called? Sea of Thieves. That's right. And yeah, I, and it's so fun. <laughs> It's I get anxiety thinking about that show. I do too, though. Show that, game. That, that's the hard part about that game is it's so fun, but it is terrifying. Like, they made drowning so terrifying in that game, which I think makes it kind of fun. But I think my favorite part about it is the, like, just you get to sail a ship. It's, it's so cool. cool. Anyway, yeah, it, that's it's so fun. Until it's the sharks it. come after you. Yeah, and then the sharks come, and then it's... you're like, and then it sucks, and there's oh. a kraken, and then there's other ships trying to take your stuff, and that then you're just like, ah. is I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that's not like Jay Dimes' favorite game, because he loves sailing the ship. Well, it's because it was so bad in the beginning. Nobody wanted to play it, because it was so bad originally, but then they got around, and they fixed some things. It's a things, good but... game now, man. It's a good game. Yeah, I, I have, I'm actually planning to dive in uh, at some point again. We'll have to we'll have to get on you let and me do know. A, you let me know. do a game time. It'll be fun. But yeah, no, ever since then, I so I changed careers. I'm a teacher now. I teach high school English, which is crazy that I get to be in charge of other people's children. And uh, I'm pretty tired, too. But that's because it is the first of the first Monday after the first week of school. So everybody's just like grumpy and tired and had kids yelling at me today. It was one of those. It was one of those days. Yeah, and I'm just like other people's children. Yay. 
Other people high schoolers, putting is, uh, that parenting role on their teachers, which isn't fair. Uh, a little bit, a little bit of that. Not but fair. most of them are pretty. Most of them are pretty good. Um, most of my kids are all right. Good. Um, I want to remind our friends at home of a couple things. Uh, one, we have T-shirts available, and you can go to shop.joystickandmouse.com to get yourself an awesome T-shirt. Uh, just heard from a member of the community who told to me that his finally shipped. And uh, you can get one as well, and it supports everything that we do here from an operational cost. And if you want to make an even bigger impact, you can become a patron. Our new Patreon is up if you head over to patreon.com slash joystick and mouse um, throughout the month of August. If anybody signs up at the $5 a month mark or more, uh, you will get an exclusive sticker and a handwritten note from us uh, with our appreciation uh, for becoming one of our very first patrons. So big thanks to everybody who's been supporting so far. And uh, that's it. That, that, those are the only two things that I have to talk about before we jump into the news. Are you guys ready for the news? While I queue up this uh, this soundboard for some reason, which isn't up anymore. Hold on. I'm totally not. Wait, wait. Hold on. There. It's time for the news. Fucking professional over here. Uh, more fallout this week from the lawsuit against Blizzard as multiple people were fired or left their job. This uh, this past week, we saw um, a few other folks leave the company. Um, they were they were let go. And uh, big, big names. Yeah. And, <laughs> big and one names. of them, one of them is a pretty uh, like, you, you know, his name. Um, and it's Jesse McCree being the namesake of McCree, mm -hmm. the, the cowboy character from Overwatch. Um, yeah, two high profile folks from the Diablo team, another person from the World of Warcraft development team, um, as well as we've had uh, their senior HR leader um, leave as well. Uh, Jesse, uh, I don't know how to say their last name, Meschuk, Meschuk, Meschuk. They joined uh, in 2009 and worked the company's know. head of HR until January of this year. Um, four uh, current and uh, former employees of Blizzard uh, described uh, Axios, uh, which is where we're reading this article, direct interactions with HR during the past decade in which they said representatives bullied and belittled or showed skepticism after being informed of alleged harassment or assaults. Uh, there were also some others that were let go. The the mentions, um, the, the folks that I mentioned before, let me just pull up the actual names here. Uh, so Jesse McCree was one of them. Um, and let me let me just make sure I'm finding the exact names because they're not pulling up in this article for some reason. Um, but they had, let me see. The other ones was Louis Barriga yeah. and uh, Jonathan LaCraft were Thank the you. other Thank you. big names. I was looking at the wrong are, article with those. Yeah, but it, but it was apparently it was more than them too. Apparently there were. There's more. There's more that'll there come. Were, I'm sure. Well, there were more let go. Those were the big names that were let go. Oh, but. gotcha. I feel. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And I think that um, they they made a commitment to kind of clean house, right? Like, and that's yep. that's good. I, I think that we're seeing good progress and stuff. Um. You know, I yeah. Go go ahead, Jen. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, you make a good effort to clean house, but it also kind of feels like okay, how many employees equals people coming back to play our game now, our games now? You know what I mean? It feels yeah. a little bit like it doesn't feel genuine, and it also is a little disheartening to know how uh, rampant it was. Um, I have a lot of feelings about this uh, for a lot of different reasons, and if you want to hear my more detailed description of of how I feel about this. I will pimp the fact that I was on uh, Geek Grills recently. That's a show I used to be on full-time. Um, and we just did an episode, I think it was called Angry Crocheting, was our most second most recent episode. And we talked about this exactly. Um, and the one big thing that this whole story, I think I'm, I'm glad that it's bringing up is that this is not just the video game industry. This is not just this workplace. I give my, my most uh, concise example is working in the mortgage industry in a call center environment. And I would have boxes of tissues put on my desk because I cried one time at work because I lost a client and they would have a cry board where they track how many times I cry and then put tissues and stuff on my desk. So I would have it there in case I cried again. 
So that kind of frat boy thing is not new. It's been around for a long time. And I'm glad that there's a big company that's being targeted with this so that we can deal with it and get this taken care of. So that's my, 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 my commentary on this from a bigger perspective, but from a video game playing perspective, um, yeah, they need to clean house, but it is, it, it, I don't know how genuine it feels. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel as genuine as I would like it to feel. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of it has also set in with the people leaving us as players and consumers of whatever they make, uh, need to, have time to absorb that through the methods in which they communicate and they give us content and the content being their games. I, I you know, I, I think they've started doing some of that with removal of any mention of certain characters, I think, uh, or like, like uh, Afrazi Abi or however you say his last name, they got rid of his NPC. They're doing more of that. Um, and I think that the more we take time to let changes like that sink in, maybe we'll start feeling different but i know for a lot of people that that this is like a huge stain that will never come out right like they will they will never go back to play another blizzard game again and yeah that's that's cool if that's your choice right but absolutely everybody their choice on either side of this i'm still playing wow because i'm not going to let them take away from me my social outlet one of my favorite outlets so i will continue to play um and i appreciate that most of my friends and uh, folks around me aren't judging me for that they let me be that personal totally. choice um yeah. which is one of the big things about this too is stop shaming your friends that are still playing wow some of us just need to have that outlet and yep. it's something i've played since day one vanilla and i'm not going to stop playing because i have hundreds of pets and they're important and fun to me <laughs> and i need to have that release but at the same time i get where they're coming from and i'm hopeful that they're going to do the right thing um i do credit to hazelnutty on this one uh, but hazelnutty games but she did talk about in her most recent video about how it's possible that they're not going to put namesakes in these games anymore and i i think it's true i think it's too much of a liability now because who knows who the next person is you know what i mean so i think it's kind of a bummer that that is probably something they're not going to do anymore they put famous people in there or put in things like that yep yeah yeah i think that yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm glad, you know, oh, by the way, uh, shout out to Jen because she's on the Filthy Casuals team that both Diddy mm -hmm. and I are on. And then we've had um, other folks on here, Bobby being another one who plays with us, a bunch of fellow ANTP alumni uh, in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, at the end of the day, I'm still enjoying playing with you guys and uh, this all all these issues aside like if if the game didn't exist i would still you know find some other way to play with you guys whether that that would be through something like i don't know like new world or final fantasy or even just freaking fall guys or like whatever it's more the community that i'm about but i to your point jen it's like this game gives us an outlet for that community and that's and that's special to us too um so, or to me, at least, I don't know about you guys, but I like it. Things I've made absolutely. memories in that game, right? Like totally. yeah. I can, I have memories of the first time I saw the place after cataclysm. Like I have all of these memories, raid times and everything else. And, um, times with friends and where we went on a weird safari. We used to do a foot race literally from like uh, whatever that town is outside of Orgamar, all the way to Orgamar at like a level one foot race, or we would do it at night elf side. Silly events like that, that I have memories of, and I don't want to throw that away because of a bunch of douchebags at a company that decided to be douchebags. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, and another another piece of all this was that we had, uh, if, you, if you still haven't seen this video, by the way, um, I don't want to tell you to watch it because it's really fucking cringy. It's terrible. But uh, this uh, Xantia, who is the mm -hmm. person, so in the, the, the woman on the, in this picture here, uh, came forward and kind of talked about that situation, kind of how it made her feel and some of the ways that she's feeling even today based on that interaction with that panel at BlizzCon. Uh, if you remember, they she asked them to stop putting females in that game who just basically wear nothing and 
uh, look like they've come out of a Victoria's or, Secret catalog. Or let them wear nothing, but make the dwarf females wear nothing too, because I've hated that for years. The dwarves are my favorite, Double my standard. favorite race on Alliance side, and it used to tick me off that as soon as I put that outfit on a dwarf, all of a sudden she's got to be all covered up. So what, ch chunky girls? We can't, we can't wear cute stuff too. Right. We have to look like we're all matronly and like all covered up. Like it's yeah. weird. I yeah. hate that. It's mm -hmm. very much a double standard, and she was met with a lot of boos from the male audience members, as well as questions like very much talking down to and criticizing her from you know the the, the professionals on the panel. And you know she talked about even to this day like watching Greg Street try to backpedal a little bit there um, about like how he, it, he he apologizes for X Y and Z. And, uh, you know, she just feels like a lot of that feels hollow. And that's just right back to your point, Jen. It feels his. You know. So his apology specifically felt really hollow. Like, you know, like, hey, you know, like put up the hands. Oh, it wasn't me. I didn't know. It, it wasn't it, me and I should have done better. Yes. Yeah, you should have. So own up to it and admit that, you, you know, it, it's that whole like. I don't know. You're just bypassing the issue, but it's like your name was on the same, some of those nasty tweet or not mm -hmm. tweets, those, those group conversations. Yep. He's on those. He's on them. You saw those things that were said. Right. So I, I think, I think, yeah. I mean, let's see what more comes of this lawsuit and the conversations that are continuing to, to happen and, and people coming forward. There's more and more of that happening every week. It seems uh, so like we do every week, we will be covering this until, uh, they have some change or, you know, as, as things happen, we will, we'll be continuing to cover it. So and, and, I have to yep. say as a software developer, I have seriously considered applying for a position at Blizzard. Have you? This now, right now, because I feel like. Possibly that would be the way that I could truly do something about it. I mean, I have almost 30 years experience in this industry. I could go in in a management position and I feel like almost like I could do something about it. And uh, I can, I need I've, good folks. They I've yeah, thought about it. Give it a shot. I, I, I've considered it. Um, I, I, sort of like to see where they go but I, I to be honest with you i haven't seen a whole lot of uh a lot of movement out of them and they've had plenty of time to put something together to say i mean i understand it's a big big company I just say, it's but... hard everybody has to remember and this is the one fact that i think some folks forget and maybe it's just because i i was a stock owner they have fiduciary responsibility they to do. their stockholders yep. and so they can't make big moves that people are like oh they could just come out and admit to it it's like no you can't no they can't <laughs> no they can't um but i do think that the the conversation the, the recently there was the discussion about like making sure that the board was more representative with women on it by 2025 yes. yep. those decisions those kind that kind of action is the action that i want to see i want to see the exact plans of what you are going to do to make sure you purge the bad ones out of here and then make sure that you have systems and structures in place so that it does not happen again. And once they've done that, then I can go back to being the fan of them that I was and I would like to get there and I hope they can. But I do think it is a slow moving process and I do think they need more time than people are willing to give it, especially in our cancer culture, cancel culture age. You know, yeah, we don't really totally give them yeah. a time to respond. There are certain law. things, though, <laughs> that they could have done. Like, truth like they yeah. could have set up the action committee that could have been done almost a day afterwards yeah. and had that committee report to the board and not the president like it does now or not to hr that committee should report to the board that could have been they done didn't the have the day. strong management that's true yeah. if they if 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 Jayon had been a, a stronger leader yeah. that would have happened but i they didn't have the strength and leadership that they needed to to do that but you're right that would have been a completely different conversation right now so let's hope that they take stock of what isn't working and yeah. make some changes yeah definitely well let's right. uh let's talk about the next piece here and, and by the way thanks to jen for sharing your perspective on some yeah. of this as somebody who has been through some of that in your life um thank you for being vulnerable 
Um, oh, I appreciate it. Let's uh, let's move on to the next one. And actually, Jen, I'm going to let you cue this one up. Yeah, so here we go again. Politicians that don't understand the video game industry. So it appears that either they can't read or more likely they just want to skirt the actual language of the law by invoking the spirit of the law language. Um, so with this, we have Democrats that are calling for the use of a UK, a, a set of statutes in the UK regarding um, children with loot crates, but they're using this, they're asking for those companies to extend the same things to American children and to protect American children in the same manner. But the part that makes this the most confusing is it's almost like they don't understand that that's already covered under other things that already exist, like COPPA, which already exists in the U.S. So it's very confusing. Um, and I'm, I'm not entirely sure that they understand what they're asking for or that they don't need to be asking for it because it already exists. I'm so mind boggled like this, quite yep. frankly. It's it's weird. Like, it, so the idea is is that so the UK has the eight uh, the age appropriate design code regulation, and this regulation is is regarding loot boxes because they're considered a form of online gambling, right? And but these things are all related to protecting information of children. Not, it's very confusing. Again, yeah, it doesn't make much sense. The UK law has nothing to do with loot boxes. It, it absolutely nothing it has to do so if you've bought an apple product lately you know that you get that little dialogue now that says you want this app to track you that's what this law is this law is saying if that if you are a a certain age that has to be on by default not to track you and you can't ask you just turn it on you turn off geo services you turn it all off for a person under a certain age that's what this law says. Um, that and the, that's what COPPA says as well, which the U.S. COPPA already says. has. <laughs> and so these these lawmakers said, you know what? We're going to take that and we're going to try to outlaw loot boxes on it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did they yeah, do this? I mean, or maybe you guys should work on your own law or your own regulation that would actually relate to online. Because that, that actually is important. I, I mean... Um, being a stepmom to someone who plays Roblox, it becomes up a lot because they're spending money on these items and trying to explain to a child that like, okay, the hat might seem like it's worth that much money, but it's just a hat in the game. And next week there's going to be a new hat and you're going to spend more money on it. And when they barely have a sense of money and how much it's worth to begin with, I get why there are some protections that should be in place because I've seen how many hundreds of dollars adults spend in games that with children it's even worse but this doesn't address that and i feel like that's what they're trying to address is protecting children from that um yeah. but this doesn't do that <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean there there's a research paper that goes along with this that talks about um how they use the data that they collect to then target people for for uh, in-game items the law itself has nothing to do with it. It all has to do with about privacy and, and data collection. And it's just, again, I'm flabbergasted sometimes at, at the lack of knowledge that our people making the laws have. Don't yeah. be surprised, because when COPPA was getting put into place in the first place, they didn't understand how the internet worked. So right. that was even its uh, own sense of confusion. Still don't <laughs> so... understand how the internet works. <laughs> It, yeah, yep. the and just to kind of read an excerpt here from the Kotaku article, um, the the code explicitly mentions neither loot boxes nor in-game gambling, nor even really alludes to them. And while the subject of loot boxes and IAPs came up during the UK regulators' research into detrimental use of data, it's not a factor of the final publication. It's certainly a stretch to see how the content of the AADC um relates to what's raised in the letter sent to u.s publishers and while the aadc is about regulating the collection and monetization of children's data from gaming and social media which is good uh the democrats letter also drops in exposure to violent content and online predators which absolutely have nothing to do whatsoever to to uh with the code they cite 
And the letter continues, the prevalence of microtransactions often encouraged through nudging have led to high credit card bills for parents. Loot boxes go one step further, encouraging uh, purchase before a child knows what the bundle contains, akin to gambling. Children are uniquely vulnerable to manipulation and peer pressure associated with in-game purchases and loot boxes. Experts suggest that entertainment software rating board ratings and parental controls are insufficient. The ADC represents a monumental step towards the child-centric design by default. It's and, and it's so I get that that's what they want, but this is not the place. And I feel like it's they not. were kind of like, we want to have this conversation. So we're going to wedge this conversation anywhere yeah, bingo, we can. Thank you. Like, yes. that's exactly what, yeah. I, what I was thinking, too. It's like, we're not going <laughs> to give up on this whole thing. Uh, this is an issue. Child privacy is definitely an issue. And you know what else kind of sucks? You know what sucks is the loot boxes. Can we, can we talk about that, too? Can we can we bring that as part of this conversation? No, just and they oh, sent it to the big players. I mean, they sent it to twelve, including Epic, Activision, Disney, and Microsoft, to just give an example of who got this letter. The problem is when you write a letter like this, and you're standing on no ground. Do you know what that company does with that letter? They Throw go, "Oh, that was a weird letter. Psh, bye. That yeah. letter's gone. I'm not going to bother because it's not a very strong call." Now, if they had actually found any statutes that really relate to this, um, then okay, maybe, but. This is not that. And also using a UK, they have different laws over there, guys. Did you know oh, yeah. that? Very, like... <laughs> and very different privacy laws that are really stringent and different. Yeah. yeah, if you've ever run a website or you sell anything and you have UK customers, it's very different. Yeah, Very different. Yeah, Audi in the chat says, what well, US politicians who don't actually understand our own laws? I'm shocked. Me too. Now, don't get me wrong, though. I, I want to double back just to say real quick. I do think it's something that needs to be addressed because I, as an adult, have spent more money on stupid mobile games to buy stuff and win stuff. And I paid way too much for pixels. So there are some places where it would be helpful to have some things in place, especially for children. But this is not the way to do that. Yeah, but you make your own money. You're you're an adult. Yeah right like yeah but i'm saying like as a, like even as a step parent like yeah. i would like there to be stronger yeah for the kids things in place for the kids yeah. but it's because if i'm susceptible to it they're a bajillion times oh more yeah susceptible to oh it. yeah and don't don't get me wrong <laughs> we need legislation around this <laughs> but it's also <laughs> like not about be lazy that. write some but, you know do it write it the way you want it don't use some arbitrary language out of out of the the uh um research for a uk law to try and implement something in the united states it's just dumb it's kind of weird just, the whole thing's dumb kind of weird but you know what else isn't dumb diddy uh this list that you oh, said is dumb oh don't get me started um okay so all right we're, we're gonna take i don't think it's take dumb. the stupidity stupidity we're gonna step back from that a little bit and we're go, going to go to a tried and true uh, joystick and mouse. Uh, they say I'm a grumpy old man. I'm go ahead, sorry. not a grumpy old man. Um, well, I am a grumpy old man, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> all right. Normalcy in this crazy time. Uh, a completely arbitrary list of the best video games released so far this year. And they are wrong. No, they're they're wrong. right on a lot wrong, of things. Wrong, 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 wrong. Horrible. So, well, okay. So, I almost can agree with their number one game. Hitman was excellent. It was really. I was going to say, I had a conversation in a bar, and you know, those are important conversations, but with someone who played Hitman 3 and talked about how it was the greatest of the series, and someone who normally wouldn't have that kind of a strong opinion about a game. So I actually got motivated into checking it out, which I would never have done. So I'm planning mm -hmm. on it, but I, it's on I'm hoping it lives sure. up to the hype. Hitman 3 was really good. It's excellent. It's really, really, really good game. Well, the next... I'm not sure that it was the best game of the year, though. So oh, far? so far? No, no. But one of one of these on here might be a contender for game of the year. Um, um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought on, on so, Hitman. So I'll, I'll just run them down. Oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. The list, the list that they have. They had Hitman 3 as the best game of the year. Uh, Returnal, 
which I haven't played. Everybody everybody's keeps talking about it. Says it's really good. If you like roguelites, it's it's like a roguelite. Yeah. But uh, and I'm I'm oh, kind of lukewarm about those. So, uh, Scarlet Nexus, uh, Maquette. No idea. Resident Evil Village. I heard good things about it. Incredible. Uh, high, high fleet. Yeah, I don't Cozy know Grove. anything about this, but but hold Cozy on, hold Grove on. Is like, so cute. High fleet is this like a Dune thing? Because look at the the thing you got shoved up his nose. <laughs> is that like a Dune thing? Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, internet. I'm... Is it is it a Dune well, thing? I, I apologize they, for they Alex. Got, they got like <laughs> things shoved up their noses in that right. <sighs> All right, move on. Right. Cozy Grove. Uh, Scarlet Hollow. No idea. This looks uh, like it's like th this aesthetic is like right on my alley. The aesthetic yeah. is so cute. Oh I want to put the Cozy Grove and Scarlet Hollow, both of those games. Yes. Just after viewing this list, I'm like, cool, we'll be buying those. Yep, uh, excellent. Me too. Uh, it takes two. Yes. This is my game of the year, by the way. This uh, might be Brave, my game of the year. Bravely Default 2. Um, didn't like Bravely Default 1, so I didn't play 2. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Did you uh, buy this yet? Have you guys played this? Yep. I watched people play it. <laughs> uh, Loop Hero, Pokemon Unite. Okay, my That's husband so hasn't good. put it down since he bought it. Pokemon Unite. He's probably or playing. Loop he's Hero? probably playing a match right now. Pokemon yeah. Unite. I'm oh, sure he's so playing good. right now. I uh, I it is very playable apparently, and like I said, he has not stopped playing it since it came out. It's it's my favorite MOBA right now. Uh, Chicory, a colorful so tale. So cool. So and... cool. I watched I watched this and it's really cool. I have no idea what this is. Is this a switch no game? Idea. And the last one is called Death's Door. Now so, Death's Door I haven't heard much about. I haven't heard much about a lot yeah, of I love these how games. it's like the top sixteen games of the year so far, and there's like eighteen that are out. I'm just kidding. But I feel like that's <laughs> like what this list is. <laughs> yeah. But really like so, there haven't been a whole lot of but he, yeah, profile games this year. The thing yet. that struck me looking through this list was, gee, there really haven't been that many games out this year. I um, mean, when you compare it to last year, which we were flooded with stuff from like yeah. The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, uh, what's it called? The the roguelite uh, Hades. Um, there was a pandemic, bro. Right. No, right. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's the thing that, that we're feeling the effects of that right now from the games. But I, I swear, man, it takes two. Deanna and I have been playing through that. If you've got a couple, like if you're a couple gaming couple, you know, like go play that game. Even if you're not a gaming couple, like Deanna's not a gamer. She loves that game. We still got to go beat it, but it's so good. I have so to check good. that one out. You guys would love it. Jen, you you and your husband got all right. All right, Diddy, you have to take Miss Diddy. You guys would love it. Okay. See, oddly, uh, Audi, I I heard the same thing about Death Door, so I I have that one on my list as well for that reason. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Death Door. Yeah, I don't. I I've seen the card at Target. You know, have they all have all the little game cards hanging on the wall that you can buy to download the you know the download codes with. I've seen the card for it. I just, so like, it's oh, very, my. it's very Legend of Zelda. I've been told. Um, what else do I know about it? Um, is it? it yeah. Uh, it looks like a roguelite, but yeah. Um, aesthetically, it looks like it's what I would enjoy. Oh yeah, it's a neat no aesthetically game. for sure. Kind of look. It, it kind of cool. reminds me a bit of Little Nightmares with how everything's much bigger than than the little thing that you're playing as. Oh yeah, kind of kind of jives with that. If you're watching live on Twitch, I'm kind of in, I'm yeah. kind of into this. Yeah, I might have to give that a shot. It looks like you can play it on it's console. Fun. It looks like they're possibly playing it on Switch. Um, I need a few. Uh, I think this one's Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Oh okay. Oh, I saw yep. the Y, and I just assumed. Yeah, okay, got it. So yeah, that'll be a, a another one. Yeah. So, Is that so, another thing? Yeah. I, it's surprising how many of these games aren't available on the Switch. That really surprised me a little bit um, because it seemed like the Switch was getting so many of the same games. And I was like, this is awesome because I love my Switch. This is so cool. And then I'm noticing a lot of the games are coming out and they're only on PS5 and Xbox and PC and yeah. not Switch. And it makes me sad. 
Yeah, and do you, like this game is such a this uh, Death Store is such a great candidate for Nintendo. It looks like such a Nintendo game, you know. So, what is a game on here that you're looking at right now and you're like, uh, like the one? If you had to choose one from this list that you haven't heard of, like what is your one? Because for me, it might be Death Store. Um, for me, it was Death Store. I I hadn't heard of it, and I was like, uh. And when I read about it, I was like, oh, it sounds pretty interesting. Right. Um, and some of the other ones, I know I wouldn't like it. Like, I know that one of them, like, uh, what is it? Loop's Hero? Loop Hero? Loop Hero? Yeah. Yeah, that one, I'm not really interested game, in that. But didn't really do anything for me. I didn't like the original Bravely Default, though. I see. I, I liked play... Bravely Default, so I would check it out, but I wouldn't put it that high because I wasn't, like, that stoked on it. Um, Cozy Grove is one I'm very interested in. Me too. It's, that was it's, my it borrows a lot from Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing, I can already tell. And it's it, it is on Nintendo Switch, so I will probably check this out because this kind of thing is right up my alley right now. Yep. I need games that aren't too serious and don't feel like a job. Like I need them yeah. to feel light and playable and like when when I'm getting a joy out of doing my wow dailies, that's where my mind's at these days. So well, uh, the other so one... along these lines, yeah, I, I picked up this little a, a game on on my iPad called um, Merge Garden. One of those stupid. You have to merge three of things to make the bigger thing. Make... Okay, gotcha. So freaking addictive. It's stupid how you can just start playing with this thing and the next thing you know an hour has gone by it's love it i like games like that where you're ridiculous just, yeah, it, it's a complete surprise like this one scarlet yeah. hollow by the way looks this uh, looks just good. to be different from you guys and the ones that i'm wanting to try because the description of this is ideal for me they say it's a slow burn horror game which i am all about i love that yes and it, it's mm -hmm. a pc game that only takes two hours I like See? short okay. term games. I didn't realize how short it was. Okay, that might be my new up my alley game. Yeah, two two uh chapters are out now from a total of seven that will release between now and twenty twenty three. So there's gonna be some legs on it, which is yeah. really cool to me. Um but yeah, the art style very dark, mysterious. You know, we talked a lot about aesthetic in the last episode. This is freaking right up there for me, man. I'm I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, the the one that jumped out at me though that that I've heard things think good things about but haven't gotten around to trying out was uh, Returnal. That looks yeah. like that is right up my I need to go kill stuff type of game. It's going to be that sort of game. Um, Returnal is it's a hard game. I I wonder how much leg that will have for you because. I know how much you just don't like the twitchy stuff. I've seen a lot of gameplay of that game and people are like doing real crazy fucking shit in that thing. And they're so hey, it might yeah. it might it might be the outlier. We'll see. You. We'll see. Um but, um, so of the of the ones they have though, too, I would have said Resident Evil was a better game than Hitman. I enjoyed Hitman. I would have said Resident Evil was a better game. I heard so much good. I, I normally play every Resident Evil anything, and I am behind right now. And I would have thought that that would have been number one too. But I did hear really great things about Hitman Three, so I'm I'm excited to check it out. I hear it's kind of a departure from the other two Hitman games. It is. As well. It is a, a slight departure. Yep. Yeah. But I'm, still really good. Still yeah. real good game. But not as good as Resident Resident Evil. Resident Evil was was a good game. I wouldn't um, say it was great, but it was a good game. Just to let people know, I'm looking at Scarlet Hollow on Steam. It is $19.99 for the two episodes that they have out so far. Although now I'm going to go to bit.ly slash AlexGMG, where I am an affiliate for Green Man Gaming, and see if it's on sale. Uh, and I don't see it yet, so it might not be there for sale, but... Usually you can go to Green Man Gaming and get some solid uh get some solid deals on stuff, so maybe I'll keep an eye out for that. Twenty dollars seems I like a lot for two hours of gameplay. I haven't played Ratchet yeah. and Clank yet. Are you gonna have to there. pay for the next episodes? I guess yeah, that's I what would matter do. to me. Yeah, you do. Oh hi. Mm. Did you guys see the cat in the yeah. background? Yeah. yeah I oh do. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Did um, I scare my cat earlier? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I heard him. Uh, you know, with all that said, uh, and that list was not bad, by the way, Diddy. I just want to point that, that was out. Terrible. Uh, terrible. We found another uh, one that's going to be perhaps a little less controversial. One that listed the best games of the. 2000s like the zero zeros i don't know the the, the zeros <laughs> i don't know how, what what do you call that time of our life uh you, you call s- them the odds the odds okay of the odds uh and we're gonna have fun with this one and uh wh- why don't we talk about this list here L- let me bring up the article for everybody watching live first on the list number 15 we're gonna go in order from worst to best not that these are bad by any stretch but left for dead 2008 yes, what a great yes. game. i played so great much game. left for dead so i much. played so much left for dead i loved it it was replayable you could shake up the groups you could play with other people it was friendly it had all of the things you want in a good game it had great the controls made sense as a non-console gamer i could actually play it on a console and not feel like an idiot um gosh i love that game so much it's so good uh best one of my favorite zombie games of all time probably uh res i actually don't know this one did you guys ever Me play either. res nope it's a this um, is the dance one right it's a euphoric combination of rhythm action and rail shooter in which the player navigates a deteriorating ai system and resembles a that resembles a nightclub lighting display it's neat that's kind of sounds sounds unique uh we sports in 2006 that's freaking classic. Who could... didn't lose a TV to that? No, oh, I'm my kidding. God. Yeah, for real. The bowling. <laughs> I could listen to that music all day, by the way. That Wii music. I did so much Wii bowling. Oh, man. I used to do the boxing and work up a solid we sweat. We played the tennis for a lot of tennis. We used to go up to um, to Pennsylvania for, for uh, New Year's Eve, and we'd go visit Deanna's aunt and uncle, and we'd have all these different... Uh, like tournaments going on and you'd be called in and out of different ones of pool and shuffleboard. And then they had a wee bowling tournament and it got heated, bro. It got heated. (laughs) People used to get so mad. And like Deanna's grandfather was absurdly good at it. And we learned that he used to like in like the, uh, I don't know, 65 and older community that he lives in, in Florida used to do community wee bowling nights. So he plays all the time. And he was like, a total ringer. It's so funny. Uh, number 12, Mo- uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Probably one of the best Call of Duties out there. Uh, that, yeah, that was For 2007. Sure. Shadow of the Colossus, 2005. Yeah. Excellent game. Excellent game. Guitar Hero 2, 2006. I'm surprised. Replayability was very high. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised Guitar Hero 1 wasn't on there. Um, Silent Hill I feel like 2 was better. Yeah, oh, it totally, I mean, it totally was, but just thinking about, like, what Guitar Hero once started, I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe if if it's the better game, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, Number nine, Silent Hill 2 in 2001. Yes. I've never played a Silent Hill game, but I've always wanted to. What? Never played Silent Hill. What? Stop. Go. Forget all these other games that you want to play from this year. Go back and play a Silent Hill game. (laughs) Oh, my God. If you, like, okay 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 um yeah it's so good they yeah. were like it's one of my favorite series of all time because where do you go I play it now like who, it. I, I guess steam it? probably can you play it on steam i think you can play no, it on they're steam. on steam are they, they yeah be. oh they yeah they gotta be they have to be i would be shocked if they're not um i would be absolutely shocked if they're not but they're so good and some of them it's like old resident evil games they may not hold up graphically but the story is so good and they're the music is incredible and the sound effects were some of the best um by far oh so good yeah it's not on here i mean like they i was have so hyped when the, when the movie came out that's why i was so excited about it i was like yes and the siren oh yeah they have uh silent hill homecoming that's the only thing interesting that that's too bad i wonder i wonder how you get your hands on those now i don't know somebody bad. write in let me know joystickmouse at gmail.com uh number eight elder scrolls oblivion what a classic 2006 absolutely uh, the Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask is number seven, coming in uh, two thousand in the year two thousand. That was should have been number one. Nah, no, no, no. It, it definitely earns a spot behind number six, which should have been number one. Bioshock. Oh, Bioshock is so good. One of the best games of all time, by far. Sure. sure. Um, 
This so, number five, I agree, should be ahead of Bioshock, but I think this one would have been mine. If I could have picked this number one, yeah. one, this this would have been my number one, would have been number five. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Story, um, action, gameplay, new things, things that games hadn't done before. All of it. It had all of it. It had all yeah, of it. Yeah, so good. Halo Combat Evolved 2001. What a great game. Good great game. game. Deus Ex in 2000. That's, that's classic, dude. Look at that. Look at those graphics. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> those graphics. <laughs> the Sims in the year 2000. Yeah. I mean, that permeated culture in a deep way. I feel like, I, I kind of feel like there this ranking is very like popularity amongst all people, not just gamers. I feel like if this was like, according to gamers, this would be the number one in the list would have been something else but i feel like when you put sims as number two that's because it's the people that didn't normally play video games who started to in the 2000s but i'll you tell know? you what yeah. I, I would put the sims above this number one which is grand theft auto san andreas in 2004 Agreed. i uh, like that's san like andreas, my number 10 <laughs> but yeah it's not like the number one spot yeah it, i wouldn't have i'm not sure grand theft auto this one would have been in the top 10. it's I, it, weird to no. me that that's it, it, it's a good game but it's just more Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, it's just it more wasn't Grand anything Theft Auto. special. More Grand Theft Auto yeah. than previous Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and the yeah, so we're so we each talked about what our number one was. So you guys skipped ahead of what I was gonna queue up. So that's that's fine. We talked. <laughs> Sorry, about bro. It. No, it's fine. You guys are reading my mind. That's you all. know us. <laughs> so so yeah, I say Bioshock. Uh, Don, what do you say? I would have said Majora's Mask. Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask was such a great game. All right. And then uh, the gen. Was Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Yeah. I love that so much. Write in and let us know which one you think should be the number one. You can write in, Joystick and Mouse. Uh, I would say this. Metal Gear Solid would be really close, though. That yeah, you see. Fantastic game. Balor in chat says exactly where my mind was. Like, if you're going to put a game on that list, Vice City is the game. But when did Vice City come out? Uh, did I, when did that come the out? The problem is I don't think Vice City came out in the right time frame 2002. for this list. 2002. Did it really? Yes. Okay, then it should oh, well, have been in there yeah, instead Vice of San Andreas. Better, Vice City was so much San better. Andreas. Yeah. So much better. And again, nothing against San Andreas. It's fine. But it's no Vice City. Right. So uh, why don't we talk about the... Well, what is that noise? You know what that noise means? It's time for full stream ahead, Diddy. What you got? All right. We've talked about this this uh, new thing from Microsoft before, but Stream Deck will be able to run Microsoft's xCloud game streaming service. Uh, Xbox chief Phil Spencer has confirmed. Before, it was just a rumor. Everybody figured it would, but uh, xCloud is, so, is short for Xbox Cloud Gaming, currently available in beta with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Microsoft's xCloud offers 100 console games on PCs without the need for the hardware. Uh, Spencer did not say how this would work, uh, but given that the Stream Deck is essentially a miniature PC, it's not far-fetched at all. So we sort of figured this was what this was targeted at, and they just sort of, Microsoft confirmed it this week that, yep, we're making a handheld that you can play anything on because the server all the horsepower is going to be in the cloud and it's called your phone wait what i can't wait <laughs> I, I love it i'm i'm interested i i just can't help but think that this is going to become like the new iphone thing where now everything's going to be x something get your x cloud service with your x this <laughs> with the x that and i feel like they're starting to claim that now <laughs> and it makes me a little bit nervous but other than that i'm on board <laughs> yeah as soon as they called it xbox as soon as their game called Game console is called Xbox. Right. Everything has to have X in it now. Right. Jen, are you going to get this uh, stream deck thing? Uh, likely. Um, not for me. I mean, my here's my thing. I have a, an impressive rig that I enjoy a lot. So this doesn't really target me. But someone like my husband who doesn't have the hardware, you know what I mean? It's, it's a viable option instead of going the traditional route. And so, yeah, actually, I've been looking at it for him. Um, I think he would love yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's a great opportunity to get, like, if you want yeah, to get I, into PC gaming. I'm sort of PC gaming has right? already had the most aggressive barrier to entry of any of them, and that's that's the problem, right? Yep. And this solves that problem. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because this is what the price of a of a you know low end laptop really. It's not yeah. really that expensive, and uh, when you figure it's a PC, you have all the horsepower running in the cloud. It doesn't have to have the big graphics card or anything like that. Right. This is this is great for that. The mobile Xbox thing should be called the X Slab. Get it like a slab. Audi. <laughs> terrible. You you That's stop terrible, it, you. Audie. You stop it, you. Um, we do have a video game to review today, except when I say we, it's not me or Diddy. It's the gen. Uh, let's play this review sound. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were. Surprised. The gen, what are you playing these days? So other than WoW, which of course I always play WoW. WoW is my staple game. Um, these days I've actually been tearing up uh, the featured game modes in League of Legends. So I play League of Legends for fun, mostly with my brothers. They're both out of town, and so we jump on Discord, and this is how we hang out. This is how we have fun. And these featured game modes, if you've never, if it's been a while since you played League, and maybe you want to get back and check out some of the characters that have been released since you played, some of these feature game modes really give you a chance to check out what the characters do and just kind of get back into the gameplay, but in a really delightful and fun way. The one that's going right now is called One for All. So each team votes on who they should play as a champion, and then all five members of the team, it's a MOBA, if you're not familiar, League of Legends is a MOBA. And all five of you play the exact same character. And then the other team, all five of them are playing the exact same character. And it is Silly Pants McGillicuddy. It is so nuts and crazy. I, It's so fun. We're like shouting at each other. We're like having just a great time. So from that standpoint, these game modes are really lighthearted and fun. <laughs> it looks like complete chaos and I love it. Yeah, so we played a character, Ramus, if you're not familiar, he, like, is a turtle that rolls up into a ball and then gets faster as he rolls. And so we were all like, I'm rolling out, I'm rolling in, I'm rolling in, I'm jumping. And we're just all these Rami, Ram, I was like, what do I call them? Ramuses? Rami? I don't <laughs> Ram know. But they're like rolling all over the <laughs> the field of battle into fights. And you're just like, love it. this is ridiculous. I but love that. It's fun. I, I like things that are fun. And for right now, it's something that I can play with other folks. That's been really what I've been looking for. And these feature game modes, just to give a couple other examples, they had one where you get to choose the ultimate of a different a different character. Um, when you, you play a character, then you choose an ultimate from a different character. So you get to like play with different abilities, but with all the rest of the character's kit. Just fun things. Just different. Just yeah. something different. Is the So I used to play a lot of team fight tactics in fact you and i played quite a bit of that together. i still play a lot is of it, team fight it tactics still it's still so good um the rng of the last set so we just had a split and the last set uh was very rng based because they had shadow weapons um but this new one is a little bit rng heavy but not as bad as the last set so right gotcha. now it's actually in a pretty good place okay uh and is how's the toxicity uh, in, in uh regularly oh it's garbage um it's it's the same garbage it's always been um i play ranked when i hate myself and i want to have a terrible game i play regular <laughs> ranked but most of the time i play tft because i get to hop around with my little dude and my cool guy and he does cool moves and i slide around on the oh, your, it's your favorite remember the butt slide the butt scoot yes um <laughs> my character does a butt scoot all over yep. the ground leaving the poop and behind all dumb. over the place it's, it's just silly it's so silly um and again uh yeah i just i don't know if riot's ever gonna fix it the band thing is a little better than it used to be and the item overhaul that they did did make it more playable again it lowered that barrier to entry for new players i think with the new items because they completely overhauled the same system um everything all the items got consolidated they didn't have they don't have as many tertiary items now and the game automatically recommends purchases and they actually make sense now so it's in a place where if you haven't played in a while you could come back and have a good time i just hate how mean people are in that yeah, game it sucks so i wonder is there a community that's not toxic like that i was gonna Final say Fantasy it's hard 14. Okay, no, okay. No, so yes, I no, but that's only because you play okay, to be fair though, who do you play with when you play Final Fantasy fourteen? Nobody. I've been playing by myself. I end up in dungeons and I'm like, Hey, I've never done this oh, okay. boss fight. How does this thing work? And they're like, Oh, here, let me um let me make you a warm cup of cocoa and let's sit down and talk about it. And it's great. 
I feel like uh, I feel like I believe that, or I want to believe that. One hundred percent true. I don't know. Makes I me have nervous. seen exactly the opposite. One hundred percent true. I don't know. Nope. Diddy goes in like, there probably like saying, "Get off my lawn, kids!" Now tell me how to do nope. this. I I have definitely seen what the fuck are you doing. Um, I'm just saying, Wow is like because Wow used to be my haven. Wow used to be the game I go back to, but I had to run dungeons to get this stupid item. I needed my stupid mythic or legendary item thing and it drops off of one boss in a dungeon and i would go in there and i would get in there and i i knew how to do the dungeon and other people didn't but i would calmly explain it to the people who didn't and there would always be a tank that was in there kill the first boss because that's where his item drops from and then bail on the dungeon and then we wait for 45 minutes for another tank to come and it's like how unnecessarily rude and just and yeah, that terrible. made me sad that wow is like that now that does yeah. make me a little sad sometimes it, it, it does it's, it's interesting when we play WoW, I never pug anything. Not I don't either. do LFR. I don't do any of that stuff for that very reason. Yeah, and that's a big yeah, reason we're, why we're I don't lucky play. to have a good community. We are. Our community yeah. is is very you know very friendly, um, very helpful most of the time. Um, you know, it, it's it's a really good community and it's policed very well. And I stay within it, and and that works for me. And and. But I understand that the WoW community can be exceptionally toxic, toxic sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in all seriousness, like, I'm sure there's pockets of the Final Fantasy XIV community that are pretty toxic. I'm sure, yeah. But I, I legit, and, and I mean this from every ounce of my being, I have not had a negative experience in that game ever. And I've been playing it for a while. I legit, but I, I don't play it hardcore or nothing. I'm still, like, only level 52 or something, but... When I play and I'm playing with people, it, it, it there's never been a rude comment before. In fact, everybody goes out of their way to be like a little bit more understanding and empathetic in how they how they they respond to me or 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 give me guidance or feedback or whatever. It's wild. It, it's it's actually it's kind of jarring, right? Like because you're like, wait a second, what do you, what do you mean I'm not a noob? Like what what do you mean I'm you're not calling me a dumbass or or whatever? It's kind of weird, and that's sad. That's a sad I, position I, to be in. I am going to check out Final Fantasy. I've loved Final Fantasy before. I'm intrigued to check it out again, um, especially with so many folks that I like playing WoW with who aren't going to continue to play WoW. It will be something I check out yeah. um, because of people I play with, so I guess I won't really have to worry about it too much because hopefully I'll be with folks I know anyway. Yeah, so AIE's got a big community on the server Goblin, and it's been... Uh, yeah, he has a big community everywhere. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> here's here's my tip: if you're going to make a character for AIE on Goblin, do it during the day sometime. If you try to do it in the evening, won't happen. You won't exactly. get into the yeah. server. The server oh. is considered "quote unquote" full, so you can't make a new character. Yeah. It's really weird. And Final Fantasy is not without its faults, but uh, you know, it, it's it, it's better it's, than than it, some of the others out there. It's good. Final yeah. Fantasy is good. All right. Um, but you know what else is is good? Uh, League of Legends. When people aren't being buttholes, so when you have fun people to play with, you can have yeah. a great time. So I'm glad that you're enjoying it, the Gen. Thanks for bringing this. Where where would you like at the the zero out of ten ranking? What, what would you give it? I would give regular League of Legends a four for its level of toxicity and frustration, but I would give the fun game modes totally a nine out of ten. They're so silly and ridiculous. They're so yeah. fun. I don't know. They're fun. Love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, friends, that is going to be it. That is our show. Thank you for bringing that uh, this game along. You know what we do at the end of this show. We clap it out. Uh, and before we leave here, the Jen, where can people reach you? Tell us about your projects, everything that you got going on, and, and how people can can tap into that. Teaching ate my life. No, um, so it has uh, consumed quite a bit of my time. I have some projects that are in the works that I can't quite talk about yet. So the best way to reach me or check out anything I'm doing is to actually go to at the Jen says on Twitter. Um, anything that I do, any projects that I do are going to be mentioned there. I still have my channel, which is now, by the way, if, if you've been, been a while since you checked in with me, I now have twitch.tv slash the Jen instead of the Jen plays, which is very exciting for me. Um, but I, I do have some ideas for some things I want to stream and we have, again, some projects in the works. So check me out on Twitter. 
Go do that. Go do that. And thank you again to our guests for filling in, sending our love to Jay Dimes as he continues his scholastic adventures. Um, to everybody watching live over at twitch.tv slash Alex Albisu every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, thank you for being here. If you'd like to check out our website, head over to joystickandmouse.com. And if you like what you listen to here, why don't you consider supporting us? You can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash joystickandmouse. We just launched our Patreon, and we have a brand new Patreon program, like like new Patreon program going, where we will send you an exclusive sticker and a uh, and a nice little thank you note, handwritten thank you note from the team here uh, with our appreciation and love for becoming one of our very first patrons. And again, you can become a patron. Just a dollar a month makes a huge difference. So again, patreon.com slash joystickandmouse. Show some love there. Uh, that is it. So let's make our quick round of goodbyes, starting with Diddy. See you later, folks. And then the Jen. Bye. All right, from me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. So long. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> GG's, everybody. Thanks for being here. It's only here. too bad you don't have your video when the Diamond Club comes up so I can rep my tattoo. Oh, <laughs> hold on. I just love that I just love that I have a tattoo that shows up when I splash my diamond symbol. Yeah, that's special. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Travis, it's good okay, to see TV's you. It's okay, TV's Travis. It's, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I hope they can still uh, hear us. My uh, stream lives is being a butt. Maybe. Um. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Sorry. Yeah. Whew. I was a... Uh, um, I'm glad I conjured it as much as I did because my brain is uh marshmallows. Me too. No, I feel you. I'm I'm like a little out of it. I was really excited though. I'm so glad you tapped me. Uh, yeah, anytime we'll do it again. you got a spot, you need you need it. I, I'm I'm here. Certainly. Um, I am. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I love I love I I check out your guys' show when I have time. Oh.